Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome in to Mondays with Matt. Thanks as always for tuning into the podcast. If you have not yet subscribed, please do so at Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose. We would certainly appreciate it. You can always find it as well on Matt's website at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com slash podcast. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Matt, buddy, what's going on? How are you this week? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, doing the same old same. We were just chatting before we got rolling on our podcast here. We're taping this the week of Memorial Day is going to be coming up here on us soon. The weekend, I should say. And we'll we'll put this out probably a few days before Memorial Day. And we were just talking about the differences in our two states. So how's things going there? Looks like you guys are getting some more reprieves, I guess. Yeah. Well, in limited capacity, we are getting reprieves from the governor. Yeah. Yeah, so this this is kind of interesting, <laughs> interesting topic, isn't it? Though, um, yeah, we've got anybody who's been following us or listening to the podcast. We are just kind of taking some updates on week by week on the virus, coronavirus, COVID nineteen. We're here in the year twenty twenty in in May, and um, you know things really shut down around March sixteenth. But you know they're limiting exposure. Some states are wide open. Wisconsin recently, the Supreme Court said the governor can't yeah. keep the state closed. So there's a, like no restrictions there. And so the governor in Michigan kind of interestingly, she's faced a couple of protests by people that want the state open. And um, she's kind of taken it personal, I think, a little bit. And um, that's I know made a lot of news. That's for sure. Yeah. She's been on the news a lot. Yeah. It started out with her in her disagreements with the president, you know, and their handling of things. And, and then the president kind of gave states the right to handle it how they want to. Right. And, uh, and so yada, yada, some of our state just got opened up, but I was looking in the mirror this morning, you know, because uh-huh. we're not allowed to get our hair cut. Are, are you, sha- are you shaggy dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it trimmed up as best I can, but I was looking at it going, I need a haircut today, right. <laughs> you know, right. like today. And um, it just hit me that I'm letting, uh, you know, a lady in Lansing control my life. And it's like, there are people that are out there cutting hair. I know of a local guy who is sneaking people into his barbershop. You know, there's a big guy in, on the news from Owasso who got his license revoked and was fined. And I think there's one in New York and there's something in Texas. And yeah, you're seeing some yeah. of those stories. Yeah. But I think people are coming to grips with like, okay, you're treading on my freedoms here. And, you know, when, when we're coming right. up on this Memorial Day holiday, yeah. that's something that I really wanted to highlight is to say, hey, what are we doing? We're we're remembering, we're memorializing, you know, the people that have actually fought for a free their, co- Yeah, exactly. Truly risked their lives, truly died in an event so that you can get your hair cut, so that you can right. go and be free in a country that unlike no other, you know, no other country, that we're a free people, we're a free nation. But um, as we see, the media is really jumping on this. They don't want us to be free. They don't want us to talk in terms of what's nice or what's 
preferred among the, the general population. And that's not who we are as a country. And it really starting to irritate me to say, and, and hey, I don't even think, it, yeah. And I, I don't even think it's the, I don't think it's majority of the population that feels that way. I think what the news chooses to show, you know, looks that way. But when you talk to your neighbors or you see people or whatever, and you see what's going on, I think more people do want to be out. I mean, I don't know about you, Matt, but I feel like what started out as let's not overrun the hospitals, which certainly made sense, you know, to not end up like Italy was for a few weeks. And other than New York, we did a good job of not doing that. And now it's turned into, I don't know what, you know? Yeah. It's getting to some extreme. And I think, you know, even our governor even personally said, you know, if you guys protest again, I'm going to, I'm going to extend it longer. And it's like, really? No, this isn't, this isn't a me versus you. That's this almost like a, principal, like at a school, like, right? If you kids act up, I'm going to send you to detention for longer. Yeah, it's that's exactly how it's coming across. Wow. And I think that's the wrong, the wrong way for it to come across. I yeah. mean, there's, I agree that we have to take precaution. We have to be mm-hmm. safe. We have to um, try to do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Right. It goes back yeah. to the golden rule. It's like, if you're sick or if you think you could even be sick or, or possibly have come in contact, don't be going right. Going I mean, nursing yeah, com- home and exposing all the people sense, that yeah. are really at risk. Yeah, you know, wear your mask and do your justice while you're while you're out. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's gone to an extreme here, and I think people. Oh, it's you know, it's seen, definitely we've other seen the market too, yeah. move mm-hmm. when when things lock down. Now we're seeing businesses going out of business, and we've got people on the news that are saying, "Hey, I can't. I just don't have revenue coming in. I can't sustain the business." You know. And when you're a business owner, a lot of people aren't, but there's a lot of bills you pay. You pay, you know, it used to be yellow pages, but you've got fixed costs that you have to pay every every month. You're paying for your building, you're paying rent, you're paying heat and electricity and internet and phones. And if you have staff, you're paying all these things. And if you don't have any income coming in, you know, now we're we're working on a quarter of the year being shut down. That's going to put a big, huge dent in a lot of business owners. And you think about that, how that trickles down into their families and, oh, yeah. and what they're going to take home this year. There's a good reason that the stimulus has gotten you know, released and it was done quickly, I think. And uh, a majority of people have benefited from that. But right now, I think it's people are at a point where they're just kicking to open up, let me work. You know, I don't think it's natural for us in our in our society to stay cooped up to yeah. stay locked down and people do want to go back to work. They, well, you they know, want, I, they, they want to earn a living. They don't want a handout. They want, yeah, this is right. America. We've, we built this nation on hard work and the American dream, you know, the ability to be able to have a life that was better than what our parents and our grandparents have experienced. And through the, their hard effort, through their labor, through the wars, through the fighting, they fought to give us this nation and we can't let it go back and we can't sit on our laurels, you know, all day and, you know, do nothing. We've got to fight and, you know, hopefully you've got a little bit of that fight in you and hopefully you're thinking, you know, yeah, we need to be free because that's who we are. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as Memorial Day comes up on us, that's, I know that's how a lot of people are feeling. My my best friend is a 20 year veteran of the army and you know, he's uh, you know, he served in some pretty harrowing stuff and, and what he was in and he's had a lot of damage to his body from uh, you know, firefights and IED hits and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, he's, he's been really emotional the last couple of weeks about, you know, how, how it just continues on and what's going on. And our governor's kind of doing the same thing. He's not getting the press that yours is, but he's definitely, you know, kind of doing the, well, I'm not sure I'm ready to go to phase two yet. And if you keep acting up, you know, and protesting, that's not helping. And it's, 
don't know. It's really tough. And, and you go look at news from other countries and go on the on the computer and look around and other things. It's happening everywhere. I mean, the other nations and, and their citizens are doing the same thing. They're like, look, this enough's enough. We all agree that, you know, not overrunning the hospitals seems to make sense. But when that's weeks has gone by and that's not the case, then we need to, you know, start moving. I've seen some stuff, Matt, I don't know if you saw some of these different things, some gym owners who went through, they went into their business, they moved everything six feet apart. They did all sorts of these things. They made a video on how they would like to open safely to protect people and limit clients and stuff like that. And actually are sending it to their various different governors saying, Hey, what do you think about this as an idea to allow us to get back? So people will, they're trying to be creative and inventive in ways to open their business, but still do so responsibly. And that's the beautiful thing about freedom. Yep. It gives us the ability to be creative. It gives us a bit, the ability to think outside the box yep. and, you know, and to say, hey, what if we could do this or what if we could do that? So I think our freedoms are a beautiful thing. And I think if we can communicate those to people that with open mindedness, which is seemingly gone by the wayside in this country <laughs> in recent years. But if we could have an intelligent conversation where we say, yeah, that'll work or no, that. I don't like it because of this, but in, instead we've gotten on this, I want to call it political, but I mean, it's, it's easy to identify in the political arena Oh yeah, because it's right wing, left wing, it's Republican or Democrat. And you can't like, what about the middle ground? They tried to form this libertarian, you know, party or, you know, call it what you want. But Independent or we, whatever. We yeah. gotta, yeah, we gotta be, we gotta use common sense. We've got to use Hey, just because my idea disagrees with your idea doesn't mean I hate you. Doesn't mean I, I don't want to talk to you or don't want to figure out a strategy that works. I mean, let's just do it. Let's just sit down and do it. And there's an element of humility that it takes. And I think we see that humility changing in our country to, to entitlement. And um, that really bothers me on a personal level, just to say people are so close minded that, I mean, yeah, if you're on, if you're on Facebook, you know, you get, and somebody, somebody <laughs> or, gets or Twitter's even worse. the wrong tree yeah, yeah. or Twitter, yeah. <laughs> you know, people get so upset that you're, they're losing friends over it. I mean, your mama taught you better than that. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, it's the same thing I mean, when we had the election that, too, that right? That freedom that you were, that you were alluding to earlier yeah. gives us the ability to be creative and to create a solution, you know, create a solution in our lives. So I don't want to belabor this too long, but I was, you know, talking about, with a client this morning about how is this impacting? He says, why do you think the markets, you know, it's kind of, it was a three, it was a 3% on the Dow yesterday was up. I believe yeah, at the time we're taping it, this. Yeah. It was up 900 points yesterday. It's like, why do you think the market's doing so well with this lockdown and everything else? And I said, well, I think the optimism is still there. I think people yeah. know what we're capable of. They know that the American economy, we just left this a few months ago, this ultimate high employment, you know, numbers. It's never been higher for employment in America. So our economy was in good shape. And I think people are still optimistic that it can stay that way. But in order for that to do that, you've got to let the American people go. Yeah. You've got to let us be free. Stop with the politics. Stop with the game playing. And just let's be productive. Because when we are, and you said it, Mark, all the nations across the globe are going through the same pandemic. Mm hmm you're dealing with it differently. But when you release people to be free, you're going to find profits because you find people that are creative and they create the next, you know, iPhone and they create the next, you know, the machinery to, to right. farm 10,000 acres of land. You know, it's the creativity. It's the ingenuity that, that allows us 
to become greater and not to shrink back and become less as a people. So as long as that creative, as long as markets are free and mostly free, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way as a, as a people to continue to survive, to get life better than it has been. And thank you. Thank you to those who have served in our military today. We want to acknowledge you and we want to memorialize those that have died serving in our country to give us the freedoms we have today. So I really want to hit on that. Um, and my grandfather was one of those, one of those people who who lived through the war, who served our country, lived through the Great Depression as a child, and his parents were primary in that Great Depression. Mm. And so my grandfather has passed since, but you know our freedoms are are being so inhibited right now that the Boy Scouts can't put flags out for Memorial Weekend this year. You know. In right. Arlington. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the cemeteries are going to probably be the same way. They're following our social distancing guidelines and not even going to put flags on the graves, which is really sad. Yeah. You know, and as Memorial Day comes up on us, folks, and a little bit different show for us this week on Mondays with Matt, you know, we just uh, we wanted to have a conversation a little bit. We actually had some stuff planned we were going to get to, but in order to keep the podcast in a normal time frame, we're probably just going to wind up taking an email question here in a minute that we got in this week. But I do want to say, you know, absolutely, when it comes to Memorial Day, we're all feeling these things. We're all frustrated. But let's remember, you know, the reason for, you know, that we do have a Memorial Day. Let's try to keep that in the in the back of our minds there as we hopefully can do a little bit more to celebrate this weekend. But uh, I tell you what, Matt, let's go ahead and hit an email question here that we got in and see okay. if we can at least tackle a little something from the, from the financial, <laughs> from <a> financial perspective. <laughs> exactly. Since that's what we normally talk about. But you know what? Life is different, right? I mean, things are so unique right now. We've had several shows where we've talked about, you know, the virus and done some updates to what's going on. And so, you know, it's it's nothing too out of the out of the ordinary. Unfortunately, it'd be great when we can get back to normal, normal. But We'll see how that goes. But anyway, let's see what Beverly's got for you. She was over in Freeland, and she said, Matt, I love listening to the show. Thank you so much for doing it. I've got a question for you. I counted up my mutual funds in my IRA, and it appears that I have 33 different funds. Is that adequate for my diversification? Woo. (laughs) Wow. Beverly, Beverly, Beverly. (laughs) Well, Beverly... I'd like to talk with you further about this. Um, if you've got 33 different funds, now um, dollar value wise, we don't know what that is. But 33 different funds, the answer is it could be diversified enough, but we don't know. Without a little further analysis, just because you own a bunch of stuff doesn't mean you're diversified, right? And so, for example, I can, you know, when you invest in a fund, a mutual fund, a lot of people don't know what that is. It's a mutual holding of of investors with the same objective. And typically there's a fund manager or someone who manages this fund. So if you are investing in growth stocks, you've got a growth stock mutual fund. The objective is to own all growth stocks or mostly growth. And um, it could be large company growth or it could be small company or, or maybe there's a, a blend, but there's an objective to the fund. So if I own 10 different companies and most of them are geared towards the same objective, am I really diversified? In a portfolio analysis, we look at something called overlap. And overlap is basically looking at how many times do I own, you know, Apple or how many times do I own the stock IBM or Dow Chemical. And I would think Um, with 33, there's a really good chance for overlap. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of there's a lot of ways you can invest in a portfolio and and not get a lot of overlap. 
and that's true diversification. So if I invest 10 of my mutual funds, you know, and I've got, you know, five out of the 10 all own similar or the same companies or, the, or they, they might be all buying growth stocks, am I really diversified? The answer would be no. You have a lot of those same, you know, you might have different funds, but they all own the same stocks. Therefore, you know, you're not as diversified, I guess, as you think you are. So what we do is we, we can plug in the, the investments that you hold, and then we can kind of measure and see, oh, this stock is owned, you know, 14 times in, the, in, in your portfolio. It makes up about, you know, way more as a percentage than you really wanted it to. So we can measure that. And, and what you really need to do is meet with, with somebody and you can give us a call and we can do a portfolio analysis with you. That'll show you the overlap that's there, but it also is going to show you how volatile that, that portfolio can be. So a downside to having, you know, too many of the same funds is that your portfolio moves all in the same direction. So the big spikes might go way up, but the big drops might really crash your portfolio as well. So to have a good diversified portfolio, you need to measure the holdings, you need to measure what those holdings do, and then we need to blend it to say how risky or how conservative do you want to be, how much volatility or how much downside do you want in exchange for the upside we're trying to capture. So that's a long answer, but hopefully it explains a little more in depth what true diversification can look like. And um, if I own 33 funds, there's a real good chance, as you said, Mark, that I'm going to own a lot of the same stocks or the same companies. Yeah. And therefore, I'm not as diversified as I'd like. So right. the, re- the way to figure that out, though, is give us a call and we'll do a full analysis on your portfolio. Thanks for that uh, that question, Beverly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, r- have them go through the the funds with you, see if there's ways to kind of you know trim the fat, if you will, make adjustments and, and kind of pare some of that down and get better diversification. As Matt said, you know, it's possible, but the chances of overlap are pretty great with those kinds of numbers. So in order to find out, you know, about being truly diversified, you need a financial plan that takes all of those things into account. So if you have not yet talked to Matt, let him know. Reach out to him. Give him a jingle at 989-401-2949. It's 989-401-2949. Check us out on the podcast. Subscribe to it on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or whatever platform you use. It's on all the major ones. You can find them on those specific sites by just typing in Mondays with Matt and you can search it out and find it on Apple, for example, or whatever. Or you could just go to Matt's website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources you can find there as well. So don't forget to subscribe. And send us an email if you'd like to send us something to the show, if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, or whatever the case might be, feel free to drop a line at the website, and we will certainly see what we can do about it. And Matt, thanks for your time, my friend. I hope you have a, a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. All things considered, I hope it's the best one you can make. Thanks, Mark. You too. And thank you all for listening. Um, we wish you a, a great and happy Memorial Day. And don't forget to take time and remember those that have given so much. And thank you to those of you that are listening that are have served in our military and we really appreciate the sacrifices you've made and family wise and, and in your the way of your life to uh, to give us our freedoms so thank you so much for that and uh, have a happy Memorial Day absolutely have a happy and wonderful Memorial Day and we'll talk to you next time here on Mondays with Matt
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.